Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring Pepperdine Waves golfer Ian Masspat. Ian, welcome, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Dylan. Absolutely, man. It was great to watch you over at the Southwestern and, um, you know, you've just been playing really good golf and stuff. And, you know, it's just really cool to see you out there, you know, so young in your college career. Um, but how have things been lately at Pepperdine? Um, things have been good so yeah. far. I mean, uh, I've been enjoying my time here. Um, yeah. Been pretty busy catching up on school because I've been missing school for golf tournaments. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that we were able to kind of fit this in and I appreciate you taking your time out of your day for this, man. Um, but we kind of, we'll bring it back to where it all began, man. Where are you from and how'd you get to the game of golf? Um, from San Diego, California. Um, I got in the game of golf because my uncle introduced it to my older brother, Kyle. Okay. Yeah. I would always watch my brother play and I ended up grabbing a club and started swinging myself and we both fell in love with it and my parents just kept it going for us. So, Yeah. Yeah, you guys are kind of family golfers, I think. Um, Kyle, does he play at Cal? Is that right? Yeah. Plays at Cal? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, the talent, of, you know, the amount of talent just within the family is pretty impressive. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's got to be pretty cool to kind of grow up, you know, with your siblings and kind of, you know, your brother, I'm sure you looked up to. And then there you go looking up to him playing golf as well. Um, but kind of talk about your high school days a little bit, maybe. Where'd you go to high school at? You know, what kind of scores were you shooting back in high school? Um, so I spent my first year and a half of high school at Scripps Ranch High okay. School in San Diego. Yeah. Um, but I ended up transferring over to Classical Academy, which is like an online school. Yeah. Just because like I was traveling a lot for tournaments. Right. Um, teachers weren't as flexible at the public school I went to. Um, <laughs> and um, Can't be having that. You got to get the golfing in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gave me a lot more time to practice too. So it was nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was pretty much shooting around two, three under per high school match. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I only played two years of high school golf, actually, because um, of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And my second year, my sophomore year, um, mm-hmm. I was actually player of the year in San Diego and had the lowest scoring differential. Yeah, um, that's and, awesome. Thank you. Uh, that was around a, a 3.14, I believe. Mm-hmm or plus negative plus 3.14, whatever you want to call it. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's impressive stuff, especially at such a young age. And it's, you know, it's interesting, the whole COVID thing with high school and everything, um, you know, that's just kind of tough, but the thing is, it's nice that you're able to kind of go to that Academy though, and kind of get more of your tournaments. And because, you know, a common thing I've heard is, you know, playing in more tournaments, that's kind of where coaches kind of mainly focus at. I mean, you can dominate in high school golf and everything, but it's kind of more about those traveling and playing tournaments. Um, you know, what kind of tournaments were you playing in? Were you doing a lot of, you know, AJGAs? Were you doing local stuff with San Diego or Orange County area? I mean, what were you, what kind of tournaments were you playing in? Yeah, I was pretty much doing, in, in, in high school at least, mostly Toyota Tour Cup and AJGAs. Yeah. And play a couple of AM events here and there, like the Saguaro series. Yeah. 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 I mean, those AJJ events are huge. 
Um, you know, I just have some stats here. You were rated as one of the top 10 players in the class of um, 2021. Um, at one point in the golf week junior rankings, also ranked as high as 24th on the junior golf scoreboard. Um, a 2019 AJGA junior all-star selection. Um, you had three AJGA wins. You also won on Toyota Tour Cup, um, SDJGA, and, you know, other organizations as well. Um, you know, what, what do you feel like in those AJG tournaments? I mean, you won three of them. That's, it's pretty impressive. Um, you know, the kind of competition a little bit and everything, just kind of talk about, you know, at those AJG events. Yeah. I mean, competition in San Diego itself is already pretty good, but uh -huh. getting in AJGAs, like there's players coming from all around the country and some from even out, out of, out of the country. And, um, it's just nice to be able to compete with players from all around and um, the courses that we get to play are really nice and they set up the course to be really tough condition wise and um, just a great experience because I'm probably going to end up playing those courses again in the future in either college golf or beyond. Yeah, when especially like even the, even the people that you're playing with in those tournaments, I'm sure you see a good amount of them in college now. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting to probably see them go from you know, you're playing these high level junior tournaments to now you're playing division one level golf and everybody's kind of, you know, moving up along the way. And I bet that's kind of interesting to see as well. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just in San Diego area. There's so many, I've had so many people just on the podcast that are from San Diego area. It's pretty crazy. The, yeah, you know, the actually, pool of players. Like, when we were in Hawaii, um, I got to play with Alex and Yang and Ryan mm -hmm. Smith and they're both from San Diego. Yeah. It was nice seeing them. It's crazy how far we've come. Uh, that's awesome, man. I mean, it's, it's just so cool to see your guys' journeys, especially, you know, into college now and everything. And then especially, you know, what it'll be like after college and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, just those AJA tournaments, I mean, those are pretty high level events. Um, but I mean, you also played in the U.S. Junior Am in 2021. Um, you know, I, I kind of want to talk about that week a little bit. Um, it was at the Country Club in North Carolina with a very strong field. Um, just kind of take us through that week and what it what did it mean for you to qualify for a USG event and just go over there and compete? Um, definitely meant a lot to me. I, I wanted to play in the USGA event, either US Junior, USAM, or US Football um, for a long time, and I knew it was my last year to play the US Junior mm -hmm. um, last year, and I ended up qualifying, and I was super happy about that. But I also had my USAM qualifier at my home course during uh -huh. junior. Oh, gotcha. That was kind of a bummer, but don't regret it. Um, yeah. I mean, it was your last year to play in the US junior. Yeah. 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 You might as well. Yeah. But it was awesome. It was an awesome experience. Like had a lot of fun. Well, very well run. Yeah. Um, really nice course. Great players. Just wish I made it to match play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, everybody wants to make it to match play. But I mean, just to be in that tournament is a huge accomplishment itself, especially your last year. You're able to qualify and play in it. I mean, you might as well go play in that. And then now you can just focus on, you know, USAM, US four ball and, um, you know, going to US Open qualifying, I'm sure, too. So um, but you know, we kind of, you want to just talk about the recruiting process a little bit. I know you kind of talked about, you didn't play, you know, as many years in high school, cause it was kind of shortened a little bit and um, just really curious with how was it doing, going through the recruiting process through COVID? I mean, was there kind of any issues with talking to schools or was it, you know, pretty easy for you? Um, so most of my recruiting process was actually done before COVID started. Right. Okay. Like I started probably in eighth grade. Mm -hmm. That was when yeah. I got my first 
letter from a school and um, kind of just jumped up from there. Like it was pretty quick. Um, I actually ended up committing to Oregon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. as, uh, I believe either end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year, I forgot. But um, um, so, yeah, most of my visits were already done. Like freshman year, I visited SDSU, USD, uh, UCLA, Oregon, um, Cal, Stanford, and of course, Pepperdine. Yeah, <laughs> just everywhere, man. I mean, you know, it's funny because right before we were, you know, we were about to start recording, I was thinking, um, I can't remember what year it was, but I went and watched, um, I, I'm good buddies with Brian Stark and over at Brookside oh, at yeah. the CIF tournament there. And I just remember, um, I think I remember you being there and I, I swore you had, um, you know, a UFO hat on and yeah. I was just like, but he's, I was like, maybe it's one of his brothers or something. And I was like, no, it's definitely him. And that's funny that you bring that up. Um, you know, why, why did you commit to University of Oregon to begin with? I mean, kind of talk about, you know, what you kind of were interested in with their program. Um, well, coach Casey, coach yeah, Newton, uh, great guy, great coach. You don't hear anything bad about him. Mm -hmm. Um, I, really loved Oregon itself too I mean school is awesome Nike big Nike school and yeah. I I actually was wearing Nike throughout like most or through my high school career mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah I just had to, or like my parents wanted me to stay closer to home my brother mm -hmm. older brother would get homesick a lot and I realized like I would want to definitely come home a lot too like family right. and everything mm -hmm. uh, and it's nice here that I can just drive two hours right? go see my family. Like I still have two little brothers. They're mm -hmm. twins, yeah. uh, 10 years old, and they're just getting into golf and want to be able to see them a lot too. Absolutely. One, well, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's tough to leave a program like University of Oregon, but I mean, it, it's pretty nice to go to a place like Pepperdine as well. I mean, they're always had a really great program, really great players. And um, it also helps that they're national champions uh, last year too. That, that also helps. <laughs> um, but I mean, kind of talk about what, I mean, was it because Pepperdine was so close to home and everything or what kind of really attracted you about Pepperdine? Um, well, First of all, I mean, the players on the team are just unreal. Like, oh, everybody yeah. is so good. I knew that just being around these guys, I would have to improve. I'd be forced to. I mean, yeah. and, like, I feel like I already have learned a lot from them. And um, But, yeah, players on the team, great coaches, Coach Blaine, Coach Michael, and great guys, and they know their stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and the talent on that team, like you were talking about, I mean, it's pretty intense there. I mean, if if you leave Pepperdine not a better player, then there's something wrong, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you're, I'm, I'm sure, you know, there's a lot that goes into you, you know, your guys' schedule and the practice and everything that also that you know, that's always going to get you to become a better player as well. Um, but just kind of talk about how it's, what it's been like so far. I know you're really young in your college career, you know, you're a freshman and everything, but just kind of talk about what's it like being a golfer at Pepperdine. Um, well, the transition from like junior golf to college golf here at Pepperdine uh -huh. has been tough for sure. Yeah. Um, I thought players in, San, I mean, players in San Diego are good, mm -hmm. um, but it's just a whole nother level. Like uh, I, came and all right I got here and I thought I was playing decent golf mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> compared to these guys I was getting crushed mm -hmm. uh, every single round like not even a question they were beating me 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's it's tough. I mean, yeah. whenever everybody else is, you know, on the same level, if not, you know, better, it, it's, you know, it's tough. But I mean, that's kind of the transition that I, I hear with freshmen, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's great playing the junior events and everything like that. And, you know, playing pretty good golf, but it's kind of coming to that point now where it's, it's big time golf. Now, everybody's good, not only on your team, but everybody outside on the other teams. Um, but I mean, just kind of take us through a week of what it's like being a golfer at Pepperdine. Maybe take us through your schedule and kind of, you know, what, what do you guys do on a day-to-day basis? Um, so we usually have two to three workouts a week, always at six 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have classes in the morning, sometimes at night, if we're lucky, we don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we usually have classes from eight to 12 and then straight to practice after that, um, from, one to five thirty yeah. usually. Um and then weekends sometimes we get off. Mm-hmm. Like this weekend we get off and off weekend. Mm-hmm. Some go home, get a lesson. My coach. Yeah. 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 Get a lesson with Adam Porzak there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean that's you know the, the golf schedule is pretty intense, that's for sure. Um, you know, especially at Pepperdine, you know, there's a certain level of golf that they, you know, want you to be playing at and you know, you gotta keep up with that. And then not only that, the academics that Pepperdine has, you know, is pretty intense as well. And especially the amount of times you guys are missing classes and stuff. Um, you know, the bet, you know, the academics gotta be pretty serious at, you know, Pepperdine there. You know, what's your major and stuff, just out of curiosity. Uh, majoring in sports admin right now. Oh, sports admin. All right, sweet. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, you don't. You definitely don't want to get into any like biochemistry or anything like that. <laughs> definitely not. No. <laughs> no, that would not. That would not be good for a golf schedule there. Um, but I mean, this past this past semester has been pretty solid for you guys. Um, you know, the team has had a few wins, a second place finish, and um, you know, you guys have played in some pretty tough fields. You know, you travel with the team. You know, as um, you know, with the team a couple times and going to East Lake and stuff and everything like that. Um, and then also, you know, your most recent top finish was at your home event. Um, you know, fin- un- you know, s- finished in second place. I know you guys wanted to kind of take the win there. Um, but I mean, a lot of the golf has been played for you guys. You know, um, you know, what's the mindset? have been for maybe just for yourself and the team this semester knowing that this is kind of the um you know national rules are at the end of this and everything like that you know what's the mindset for the team we're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors scrambling with dolan auto is sponsored by our friends over at putt view books putt view books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior college amateur and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Kenyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. I mean, we're just going out there and giving it our all every single tournament. We're just, whatever happens, happens. We're playing golf. Um, it's a regular season right now. We obviously try to win every single tournament we possibly can and finish the best we can. But mm-hmm. um, goal is to bring another Natty back to Pepperdine. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it like? I mean, teeing it up at the Southwest. I know you played you – know- first tournament in front of the cameras and everything playing for Pepperdine. I mean, you came out of the gates pretty well. 
I mean, what was, you know, what kind of emotions and stuff were you feeling at the beginning of that tournament? I was definitely nervous, but <laughs> super excited. Like I've been waiting for this moment for so such a long time. I mean, there's no reason to back down from it. So I was just telling myself, I'm just going to go play golf out there and do my best, do what I do. And hopefully it all works out. Yeah. I mean, you had a solid outing for your first, I mean, first college tournament, welcome to college golf in front of the cameras. Um, I mean, that, that's pretty impressive stuff. Um, and I'm sure it's only, you know, only an upward, you know, for you from here on out. Um, you know, you talked a little bit about the players on, you know, on Pepperdine, you know, they're always known for having a solid team. Um, you know, they have players like, you know, Joey Versich, Joe Highsmith, William Mao, yourself, um, you know, a, a Derek, a bunch of guys that are on your guys' team that are just so like such good players. Um, just to kind of talk about what is it like when you guys are qualifying? You know, is it pretty intense? Um, it is definitely intense for me because like mm-hmm. I'm fighting for my spot. Yeah. I, um, yeah. These these guys are always serious. I mean, we all have fun when we're practicing, but qualifying is when we know we we need to get it done. Mm-hmm. It's semester, like most of the guys, like they're all ready, like in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much me just trying to fight for my spot in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's great though. you're getting a lot of experience, even if you're playing as an individual, I mean, still you're out there playing these golf courses, getting familiar with them. And I mean, you, you have the same, you know, you're able to have that chemistry with the team and everything. Um, you know, it's just awesome. That's awesome, man. And I mean, you're a freshman, you have so many years left. Um, and I'm sure, like I said, you're only going to continue to get better and you're going to be having that spot secured week in, week out. Um, and so, I mean, we kind of talked a little bit that, you know, last year Pepperdine was national champions. Um, you know, is there any sort of pressure or does the team or the guys on the team ever kind of talk about that pressure when you guys go to tournaments being the national champions or not really? Um, I mean, there's nobody really speaks of it, but there definitely is pressure. I feel uh-huh. like um, there's just a high expectation for everybody to do well and yeah, keep that number one spot or whatever. But we try not to let it affect us at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just go out there and just play golf. Um, Do you, um, I mean, obviously you have the rest of this semester and the years after in your college career. Um, Do you you like to set goals yourself? Do you maybe have some goals set for the remainder of this semester or maybe the remainder just of your college career? Um, Yeah, I mean, for at least for this semester, my goal is to finish or to put myself in contention as many times as possible. And if I'm not in contention, finish in the top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good goal for myself as a freshman and um, just learning as much as I can from these guys while I can too. Like these guys are way more experienced than me. So I just want to try and pick their minds. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of those things that maybe, you know, that you're learning or some things that you're kind of noticing that, you know, maybe some you need to work on with your game or something? Um, short game. Yeah. Um, so my short game wasn't great going into this or going into the school year and um same with my wedges but like being around these guys like they've taught me like some cool little shots that I can hit under like these or like certain situations certain lies uh-huh. um that I just wouldn't have known before yeah so, yeah, yeah I mean, awesome. short game is huge I've heard that you know non-stop you I feel like you can never be you know, awesome at short game. You can always work on it, um, especially whenever you get in certain lies and certain situations too. When it's coming down the stretch, you know, you want to be able to go out there and perform and hit the shot you need to hit. Um, but I mean, 
obviously, you know, you've just started your college career, but have you put any thought maybe into after college? Are you thinking about, you know, professional golf or maybe the PGA Tour U rankings, you know, whenever you get on the tail end of your college career? Definitely um, want to play on the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a dream of mine since I was little. Um, still chasing that dream and hopefully I do get there, but that is the goal. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, you know, there's so many different ways to go about it too. And I think, you know, the exposure and the experiences that you're going to get at Pepperdine, are going to really kind of, you know, put you on that fast track to getting there. Um, so we're heading to the next section of the show. I just like to call the ham and egg section here. Um, just kind of some for fun questions and get to know you a little bit more. Um, you know, since you've started at Pepperdine, there's so much that comes along with being a golfer there, the, the, the team aspect of it, you know, the gear you guys get, the schedule you guys play, um, the courses you guys get to play. Um, is there a certain resource that you really, you know, really cherish and love that you guys have access to at Pepperdine? Um, I would say it's definitely the park. Uh, mm-hmm. We call it the park down here. It's like front of the campus gotcha this facility is it's awesome i mean we it's a range short game area um and there's a green uh that we hit wedges on and it's awesome like you just get to hit balls into the ocean it's sick um and it's very convenient i mean if i ever have, or any, any of us have time in, in between classes or like after class we just go to the park and practice do whatever we need to do um yeah yeah, it's nice to have something so close like that and hitting balls. I've seen a couple clips of it on Instagram and, you know, a couple of videos. And, yeah, it looks – I mean, it looks amazing, especially when you're looking into, you know, the ocean over there in Malibu. I mean, you, you can't beat that. <laughs> you can't yeah. beat that. Um, but, I mean, the next one I got for you here is, you know, you've played a lot of, you know – intense um you know intense tournaments um you played a lot of high level golf um you know is is there kind of a moment that you can pinpoint where you've been the most nervous kind of in your golf career so far um i can't think of like one situation Mm -hmm. but there i do get nervous on the first tee Uh uh-huh yeah coming down the stretch obviously Mm -hmm. um and i just try to keep myself calm by doing some like breathing techniques Mm -hmm. I learned from my sports psychologist Jay Brunza. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's just what I do. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Were there? Were, I'm sure there were some nerves kind of at the Southwestern a little bit. Were you just kind of going through your breathing routines there? Was it mainly on the first tee you were feeling nerves, or was it kind of you know all throughout the round? Or it was mainly just the first tee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's the start of your college career right there, and you know you you, you did pretty well. You did pretty well, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, you were a junior golfer at one point and, you know, you're playing at, you know, the powerhouse school Pepperdine now. Um, do, do you have any advice maybe for junior golfers that are out there kind of looking to get recruited and, you know, potentially play at a program like Pepperdine? I mean, I think that if you're looking to get recruited, you obviously want to build a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I like finishing well in tournaments, um, emailing coaches, um, and, to do like to play well in tournaments Mm -hmm. my best advice is just work on your short game yeah (laughs) honestly most important thing i could say like when you get to this level everybody can strike the ball Mm -hmm. pretty similar like we are all like great ball strikers but it's just when you get in trouble around the greens like to make you got to get up and down save those or save par all the time yeah i mean since you're brothers are kind of starting getting into golf you know what what what's some what are some things that you're kind of 
helping them kind of get into maybe even with their games and stuff? I mean, is there any like swing mechanics or are you just kind of telling them, hey, just go out and enjoy it? Yeah, pretty much that. We're not putting any pressure on them to do anything uh, right now. We're just having them go out there and have fun, just enjoy it. Yeah. Just have them or like let them fall in love with the game. Yeah, I mean that's kind of where that's kind of where it all begins. Um, are are they like they're like fresh into it, like they're just started, or how long have they been yeah. playing? They started swinging probably around six, five, okay. maybe even younger. Gotcha. But, um, they played their first tournament, um, I think a year ago. Awesome. Yeah. There so you go. Good slowly, but yeah. they also play basketball too, so they love sports. But, yeah. So. That's good. They're not they're not just tunnel vision on golf. That's nice that they're kind of getting the, you know, a little variety of sports in there. Um, but yeah, that, that's great. That's great. Um, you kind of touched a little bit, you know, you're going to be going back, getting a lesson from your swing coach. Um, you know, I kind of want to talk about your swing coach a little bit. Um, you know, Adam Porzak, um, kind of talk about how that relationship started with him and kind of, you know, how has he been able to kind of help you with your game? Um, so Adam teaches at the home at my home course. So like I've known him for a long time and um, he's always just been so kind to me and my family. And I started going to him, um, maybe a year and a half ago, two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And, um, he's definitely helped me stay consistent with my swing. Um, just like checking off points of where I need to be at. And, um, he's definitely helped me a lot. Yeah. I mean, he was over at the Southwestern, you know, he's had a lot of students at the Southwestern too. And, uh, you know, throwing up videos and stuff. And it's always cool to kind of see, you know, what what you guys are working on and kind of just seeing him, you know, kind of show off his students and stuff. You know, that's awesome stuff. Um, it, like you kind of talked about, you know, he's helped you get to the positions that you need to be at and stuff. Is there kind of um, is that kind of, you know, whenever you're in your round and stuff, are those something that you're paying attention to? Or are you just kind of going out there and just, you know, you've put the work in, you're kind of just trusting your swing at that point? Um, no, I mean, I do obviously just go out there and trust my swing but like in my yeah. pre-shot routine um i like uh in my pre-shot routine i just like go through those points like mm-hmm. um at impact and first checkpoint um and just yeah i just try yeah. to feel that yeah i got you man yeah it's always nice you know i've heard um like true when i had travis vick on and you know he's been working with adam a little you know a little bit and um you know he said that you know if he gets a little swirly on the golf course or something he's been able there's kind of a routine that adam's been able to implement with his students to where that kind of gets you guys back on track um and kind of straighten things out and it seems like you've kind of incorporated that in your um, pre-shot routine there a little bit with getting to those positions um it's always great to have that especially when you're on the golf course and it might be getting a little swirly every now and then but um yeah it seems like i've heard nothing but great things about you know his students and stuff so that's you know that's great to have somebody like that in your corner um so i mean you have your swing coach i just kind of thought about this but you have your swing coach you have your sports psychologist i mean what uh, you know who is kind of all a part of your team that you know that that you've been working with kind of just with golf and stuff. Um, you know, you're a sports psychologist. How long have you been having a sports psychologist for? Um, I would say since freshman year. Really? Since freshman year of high school. Wow. Okay. What was, uh, what was kind of the, you know, what was the thought behind getting a sports psychologist and stuff? I mean, that's, that's great. I, I've never heard of somebody on my podcast having a sports psychologist. Um, so, I mean, I felt like I was physically able to do, anything on the golf course, mm-hmm. but it's just obviously most important. Your mind needs to be in the right place. Absolutely. 
I thought my I thought that it would definitely help and my parents were supportive about it luckily so yeah luckily (laughs) no that's yeah I mean it's it's I mean I I'm not kidding man I mean I haven't had anybody on the podcast I think that has talked about a sports psychologist you know that's I mean, you know, it's a huge thing nowadays that's kind of talked about a lot with, you know, the game of golf and it's always been a mental game, but now it's more so than it, you know, than it was. And that's great that you started very, you know, so early on with the sport psychologist, your freshman year of high school. I mean, that's, that's awesome, man. You know, bigger. Yeah. That's awesome that you did that. Um, You know, you're kind of one up on everybody else because everybody's kind of just starting to see that it's, you know, kind of about the mental part, but you saw it pretty early on freshman year of high school I mean it just shows how smart of a guy you are <laughs> well I, I just used to get a little hot when I would be on the course so like I that breathing also just helped me calm down when I would mess up or whatever so gotcha yeah that's great man that's great stuff um so the next one I have for you here is you know obviously you probably have a certain you know club manufacturer that you like that you've been working with kind of maybe through your whole life. I know you said you were kind of a Nike person in high school and stuff and everything like that. Um, you know, is there a kind of a club manufacturer that you've been a part of or been a part of a program since you were, you know, since you were a junior? Um, I not since I was a junior, but I've so I started out with TaylorMade. Mm-hmm. I was young, um, and then I ended up switching to Callaway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I switched back to TaylorMade not too long, or maybe three years ago. Okay. And um, I've been playing their clubs since. Mm-hmm. I still use um, an Odyssey putter though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I can't take that out of the bag. I'm in love with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, putter is probably one. You know, one of the, that's probably the one of the most important clubs in the bag. There, uh, you got to have something that you're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, but kind of take us through your bag a little bit. Do you, you have the stealth in the bag yet for the driver? Or I do what's... not yet. Um, yet. I have the ping driver right now. Oh, ping driver. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so we got fitted as a team or like a few of us got fitted uh-huh. here on campus. So I tried the driver uh-huh. and um, I loved it. So it's been in the bag since then. Um, it's just so accurate. So, yeah. What else can of take us through your bag a little bit? You know, woods, um, irons, wedges. What else you got? I have the Sim 2, 3 wood, um, P790, 3 iron, mm-hmm. um, and then P730s for all my other irons. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I have a ping wedge also. Okay, yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. Just a 60 degree. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, I know Pepperdine's kind of a ping school, um, but, I mean, it's, I mean, it's great to, you know, have clubs that, you know, you obviously trust that you've been with for, you know, a few years and then, you know, to anytime you can kind of tinker a little bit and stuff, are you kind of a big tinker guy with the clubs or is it just kind of, you know, you stick with what you got? And I usually just stick with what I got. And if I see that I really need to change mm-hmm. something, then I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You're not, you know, you always, I feel like sometimes people can get caught up in, you know, the numbers a little bit and stuff. And it's like, well, I mean, if it's better then get it but if it's not you know kind of stick with what you got don't fix something that's not broken so yeah exactly yeah awesome man well, we're heading to the last question here um you know there's a lot of people that i'm sure that have supported you in your golf career and everything but um you know is there somebody that's really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today um i wouldn't say there's one person definitely, yeah. definitely my older brother is one of them though um looking up to him my whole life mm-hmm. um just I've always just wanted to beat him and everything. Or like, <laughs> every time we play, so like competing with him 
trying to be him or whatever. Um, not really trying to be him, but just yeah, up to him. Um, he's definitely inspired me to be who I am today. Just giving me motivation and confidence to be who I am. Yeah. That's awesome, man. It's great that he's able, you know, he and he plays at a program like Cal. I'm sure there's going to be some moments where you guys play against each other. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that'll be really interesting whenever you guys get into tournament play like that. But I'm sure there's been so many moments in your guys's, you know, both of your guys' lives where you're just, you know, ch- you're just chirping at them and wanting to beat them and stuff. And, yeah. and that only is going to make you a better player. And it just motivates you to want to be a better player. Yeah, um, yeah that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Donato featuring Ian Masspat. Ian, once again, man, thank you so much for coming on. Um, really appreciate you and just kind of hearing your story and you know, really looking forward to the years to come for you at Pepperdine. You know, really excited for you. Thanks, Dylan. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Delonado. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.